Do you have a message that the world needs to hear? Do you want to make a living making a difference in the world? If so, this is the place for you. Welcome to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast. Today I am here with Aaron Sum, and we're talking about how to be awesome at video. Uh, Aaron, I'd like to have you introduce yourself uh, as we start out with this podcast because who better to tell us about you than you? Sure. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me, Jake. I'm really excited to be here today. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I am Erin Sum, and I'm a confidence coach for women entrepreneurs. And how I got here is I actually used to be really shy as a child and growing up and even into college. You know, I would warm up eventually, but I was kind of the fly on the wall. I was pretty quiet and reserved. Um, but ever since I was a kid, I knew that I was put on the planet for a bigger reason. I knew that I was put here to make a difference. So I would step outside my comfort zone, even though I was a little scared, a little shy, to do things that I knew would make a difference for people. So even in college, though, I just want to say that even in college, I would get so scared just thinking about asking a question that I would start to panic. Like, I would flush, I would turn red, my heart would start to race, and I never would actually raise my hand to ask the question. <laughs> That's how scared I was of speaking in public. And now I'm a speaker, and I Yeah, have you just told me you, you just had a speaking engagement today. I just had a speaking engagement this morning and I do videos and all these different things uh, to support women to be more confident. To, I help them with like getting out of their own way. You know, as entrepreneurs, there's a lot of times where we have to like all the time that we have to get outside our comfort zone. Right. And, and we have all these, we have to really believe in ourselves. We can't have those. I'm not good enough. And I can't do this and the fears and all this stuff comes up. But I'm there to help you to get past that stuff when it comes up and to keep you moving forward and to be more confident in yourself yeah. so that you can actually reach the goals and the visions you have for yourself in your life. Yeah, totally. So it's really interesting that you say that, that, that you were this person that really didn't have that confidence and now um, you're here doing videos all the time, you're, you're speaking. You know, I think it's something that you absolutely probably wouldn't have uh, – imagine that you would be at at this point in your life so what changed how did you go from that place to where you are now I always like hearing that because to be honest I don't have a lot to give when it comes to people asking how to be more confident because and it just is one of my that's just just how I naturally came you know as a, as a three-year-old I was run around talking to people and I, and I haven't ever stopped. So um, people say I don't have a shy bone in my body and I think that's really true. So I think that you have a lot more to offer than I do on that topic. So I'd like to hear kind of your story, what changed and just, I know you do so much on this, but if you can give us a little piece, a couple pieces of, of advice for people who want to gain some more confidence. Sure. So the other part of my story is that, uh, where was I going to start with this? After college, I got a psych degree and I was working in a group home and I had gone to a few like network marketing parties. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I knew, I always knew for my whole life, I had a big vision, right? So I always allowed my vision to be bigger than my fears. Mm. That's important. That's key. So I had gone to these network marketing parties and I kept telling the woman who was running the parties, no, I'm not joining your company. No, no, no. Right. And then one day something shifted in me and I said, I'm going to do this because I needed to get outside my comfort zone. So here I was, this shy woman, and I had just agreed to sign up for this company to sell products and stand in front of women and speak and sell, right? And here I was in college, I couldn't even ask a question in class. So that was a huge leap outside my comfort zone. And it actually, the, the company was actually passion parties. Mm. <laughs> so I went from like super shy, not wanting to speak in front of people to selling romance enhancers, right? Ah. <laughs> so it was like outside of the confidence or outside of the comfort zone, monumental leap outside your comfort zone. Uh -huh. But I did that because 
I knew that I needed to do something different in order to reach that vision that I had for myself. And at the time I didn't know what that vision was. I just knew it was much bigger than what I was living. And that was in 2008. So it's been 10 years that I've been on this journey. I was in that company for five years. I built a team. I learned how to grow myself. You know, that was really one of the starts of my personal development. I've been doing it a long time, but that was when I started learning, like you are in charge of your thoughts. You can have a car accident and you can decide to be angry at that person and, oh my God, what was me? Or you can say, hey, accidents happen. It's cool. Let's figure it out, right? You yeah. get to decide how you react to life. So you get yeah. to decide how to react to your failures and your setbacks and the great stuff that happens. It's really interesting that you bring that up, like just those, those to us, you know, to people who have been in person development for a long time that concept of you are in charge of your own thoughts seems so elementary, but all of us at one point, that was like a mind blowing thought. You know, right. at, at one point that was a completely mind blowing thought. And I think to most of the world that that's, that's a pretty, that's a huge shift from where they live. And I think a lot of times we have to go back to the basics and remind ourselves of those basics because it's easy to forget that, um, those are still huge principles to live by that you are in control of those thoughts. Um, so I love hearing about this shift and this change in your life going from, you know, that, that shy kid who could barely speak up in class to being, you know, who we see here today. So <laughs> let's jump right into talking about video. I, I want to get into this, yeah. how to be awesome at video. That's what we all want to know. And uh, you, you've done a lot where you've been doing uh, group challenges and things like that and helping people to, to really showcase what they know on video. And so let's talk about that. What, what are some of your pieces of advice for someone who, let's say they're, they know they should and they know that it's a, a benefit to them, but they just, they just can't get themselves to push that button that says go live? Yeah. Well, I think let's, I think let's talk about the fears first because there's a lot of fears around video. Yeah. Um, I, I started doing video in 2013. Um, <clears throat> and at the time there was no Facebook live. So I had yeah. the advantage that I got to record myself 8 million times yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> before making it final. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can still do that too if you're just starting, but I used to do the silliest things. I would have these weird faces and I would, you know, and I'm yeah, watching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah what am I doing to my face? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, so real quick, I'm going to pause you real quick. I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I find that for me, when I do videos that aren't live, mm -hmm. I end up, quote unquote, messing up so much more than if I was just doing it live. Because if I was doing it live, <clears throat> when you have a conversation with someone, if you make a mistake, you don't care. You just keep going. Or like right. right there, I just coughed. If I was recording that and it wasn't live, I would have stopped and started over again. Anyway, so I just, it's just funny how when, like sometimes you say, oh, they had the advantage or you had the advantage of not having to do it live. And in, in many ways, I see it as a disadvantage. That, uh, yeah, that is true. That's a really good point. Because, you know, there's times to make live videos and there's times, times to do. Of course you know, pre-recorded where you're making something for your website or something like that, where yeah. you want it to be really professional. Yeah. But, and that's the same with me. You know, I, it takes me 30 minutes to record a five minute video. Because yeah. 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 But yeah, live it's, it almost takes the pressure off. It is almost like a conversation. You just pretend yeah. you're looking or talking to one person. Yeah. Try to forget that there's other people watching. <clears throat> um, so the fear, some of the fears that I've heard from people is, they don't like what they look like on camera. They don't know what they, what to say, you know? And I think a lot of it is fear around if I put myself out there on video, whether that's live or pre-recorded, it's out there. You know, it's not the same as typing a post on Facebook where you can delete and you can rewrite and you can, you know, <laughs> edit. Yeah. It's out there in the world. And you know, there's, there's more risk. I think people think there's more risk to it um, in terms of maybe being judged and criticized and putting your message out there in a bigger way. It can be spread further. Um, people share videos, right? So it feels riskier, I think, to people. It feels scarier. Yeah. Um, why, 
why do you think we do that? Why do people have those fears that come to them? Why are they afraid about it? I think it's just something new. It's different. Um, you know, it's a really good question. And I don't, I don't know the answer to that exactly, but I think it's, it's putting yourself out there in a bigger way. I mm. think, right. It's a much, it's a much bigger way of putting yourself out there. You're, you're showing yourself much more. You're being much more open than just doing a post. Yeah. Right. So how do, how do you help people overcome that? What if someone comes to you and says, I'm afraid of this. What, what do you, what's the next steps for them? Yeah. Well, I want, I actually get them started by sharing their message in the video. What is your message? What do you want to share with people and have them share their why, you know, what, why is it that you do what you do? What's your message? And in my, in my challenges, like you mentioned, I do video challenges. We have a Facebook group and so it's a small intimate setting. And if they don't want to go live outside of the group, they can do it right in there. And it's a much more comfortable setting than going live in the real world. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> It's, so really helpful. it's interesting that you bring that up about, you know, doing a small group. One thing that, that I do with, with many of my clients is that if this is coming up, that's a really good idea to do that. Cause we have a, <clears throat> we have a small group for my mastermind for my Academy. That's a great idea for, for mm -hmm. us to do. Um, but one of the things that I have people do is, look, we, we both know that the only way to get better at something is by doing it is by, mm -hmm. by actually doing it. It's by, it's by screen time. It's on the camera time is what's going to make you better. doesn't matter if you publish it or not. You just need to get better at it. You just need to get used to doing it. And right. so also people are just look, just make a video. You don't have to even share it. You don't have to even do anything with it. But the one thing that you can say, I'm afraid and uh, I, I'm, I'm fearful of putting this out, but there's no excuse not to just do it. And so if, for, for what I tell people is, look, you got to get used to doing this at least once a week. So start making a video every week. Maybe you won't start publishing them until three months down the road, but you got to get used to doing it so yeah. that you can get comfortable with it. Yeah. And it might take longer than some others. You know, some people like you, Jake, you said you came out confident. <laughs> it probably didn't take you as long to get comfortable in the camera or in front of the camera as it did me where I was like doing videos a lot and a lot and a lot for a long time. And, you know, I felt like I had to have them scripted out and all these different things instead of just showing up and sharing who I am and my, my story, my message, my tips, you know, um, it's a video just feels scary for people. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't want to be seen. I don't want, I don't like the way I look in front of the camera. <laughs> Which uh, is so funny because we're talking about, you know, for, for people I work with and many of the people you work with, we're talking about people who are speakers and authors and coaches. Right. And sometimes they go, I don't want to be in front of the camera. And I think, <laughs> so why, why, <laughs> why, why did you decide to do this? Then <laughs> You can't be a speaker without being seen. That's kind of what's right. going on there. But okay. So, so earlier you talked about your vision being bigger and that using that to overcome that fear. Um, and we just talked about all this different fear that people have. How about we go into why it's important for people to use video in this day and age? Why is it important for them to get over this, these fears? Right. So I actually learned some really crazy statistics recently. Uh, videos are actually shared up to 1200% more than text and image combined. Wow. 1200%. So that's huge. You know, people are going to see you. They're going to fall in love with you. If you're posting, they don't get the, the energy behind it. They don't get the totally. personality behind that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you're doing video, they, people fall in love with you. I have people who I meet at events. I'll be out networking and people go, Oh, you're Aaron some, right? I go, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know me how <laughs> they're like, I don't know, but I've seen you somewhere and it's because they've seen my videos. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I have people tell me all the time, Oh, I've been following you for a long time. I watch your videos. I have no idea who these people are, Yep. but they're watching me. They're falling in love with me. They're trusting me. They're liking me. And that's, what's really important. That's what video will help you with too, is the no like and trust factor. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You can post on Facebook all day long, but until they see your personality and they can really see you and get you and feel your, your heart, you know, it's going to be hard for them to really connect with you. 
Totally. I, I think as a message driven entrepreneur, I, I think it's, it's not just important. It's not just a good thing. I think it's absolutely imperative that you yeah. use video. Um, you know, talking about that no like and trust factor. Look, when you, there's also something about a little bit of a celebrity factor. Mm. People might feel like that's weird or, or sounds weird to them because they're not a celebrity. But you know what? If somebody's used to watching you uh, on a regular basis, whether that's daily, weekly, whatever, if they're used to watching you and they don't know you, there is a little bit of that celebrity factor. And then when they get on the phone with you and you're talking to them about one of your programs, you're talking to them about one of your products, well, they're just excited to talk to you because yeah. there is that like, oh, wow, cool. I'm talking to Erin. This is, mm -hmm. you know, she's someone I see all the time. And um, yeah, you talk about relationships. You might not know these people, but they know you. Yeah. And that relationship has been built over time. And uh, I just think it's so important that we do that. So let's get into some, let's get into some, some tactics here for yeah. someone who's just starting out, someone who, they know they should start doing video. Everybody knows that. But let, let's get into some nitty-gritty. How are we going to help them to actually start doing it? Yeah. So how do I help them? I'm saying let, not how do you help them. I'm saying let's help them right let's now. Help them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear what you do with people. Let's do it right now. Okay. So how are we going to do that? Well, you're the expert. I'm talking to you. Okay. No, so so I'm just saying. So I'm let, not let's, sure I'm following your question. <laughs> okay. So I'm saying let, let's go through this. Um, someone who's starting out right now says, I want to get on. I want to start doing more video, but I'm scared to do it. So let's just pretend that there's this other person in our virtual room right now who's going through that. What are we going to tell them? How are we going to coach them through this so that they can you know, have some actionable steps of what they're going to do to get used to being on the screen and to start actually putting out that kind of content. Yeah. So <clears throat> I always start with the vision actually. I, and this, you know, this is not about video, the vision part, but it's, you have to have a bigger vision for your business and for your life and for what you want to get past those fears that are stopping you. So I always want to know why are you doing what you're doing? What is your vision for your business? because that's gonna help them to push themselves forward when they're scared. That's what I did, I always said, okay, if I don't do these videos, if I'm not speaking, if I'm not doing these things, my people aren't gonna get served. Yeah. So I'm not doing my thing, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> what is it that you want? What, who are you serving? Why are you doing this? What is your vision? Start there, because when you start getting into that fear and you're wanting to stop and say, I don't need to make these videos, that's going to help you to look at, okay, I want for me, I want to support as many women, thousands of women as I can to be confident and share their message. Yes. So I start there and I get over my fear. Okay, let's do this, right? Start by making videos about your message. Why is it that you do what you do? Um, you can make, you can just practice, like you said, Jake, get in front of the camera and just make videos. You don't have to post them if you don't feel comfortable, you know, um, get some support and accountability. That's important too, because if you are still in fear, you might be making your videos, but you never posting them, then nobody's going to see them and it's not going to make a difference anyways. Right. Yeah. So practice, practice, sure. Practice as much as you want, but get someone to help you. If you're too scared to post them or to go live, get someone to support you on that. Yeah. Um, that's really important. Yeah, I, I think what you said there about the vision and about that mattering and just realizing, you know, one thing I, I talk a lot about with my clients and in my speeches is that it really comes down to our reasons and our excuses. And if our reasons are strong enough, mm -hmm. then they can overcome any excuse, any challenge. And if somebody has a message, look, is your desire to put that message out, is it bigger than the fear? Is it right. bigger than that fear of the camera? Mm -hmm. And we just really need to just put it out there and get going. Um, what about someone who's saying, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to say. How, how do you help? What, what would you say to them? It says, I'm not sure what to say in these videos. Yeah. Just come from your heart. You know, I had someone who said once, I don't know what to say because I don't think what I have to say is valuable. Hmm. And I said to her, because she, she was thinking that because she knows her stuff so well that everyone must know it. 
so why bother sharing it? Because everyone yeah. must know that thing, right? And I said, not everyone knows it. We know our stuff so well. Like, like Jake, you teach a lot about goal setting, right? Yeah. You might think, well, I know goal setting so well. Everybody must know that, right? Everyone must know this, yeah. But, yeah, but we don't. Yeah. And so it's important to share your message because you might think that you don't have value, but once you start sharing that too, people are going to start saying to you, oh my gosh, you've helped me so much. Your videos are so inspiring and they've helped me to overcome this fear or that and to really get out there and start my business. Yeah. Did I answer your question? I don't know if I did. <laughs> no, no, you, you totally did. You know, going, coming from the heart and, and, and sharing your story and not, yeah. not worrying so much. That, that's the thing is it's what you said there about they might not know and most likely they don't know what you know. And what mm -hmm. you think is simple, what you think is elementary. When I, <coughs> when I started hosting my own seminars and doing my own workshops, that's the biggest thing I learned. The biggest thing I learned was that I was, this is going to sound really rude, but I was giving people too much credit for what I thought they knew, what I mm. thought they already knew. And so I was showing up, let's just use college terms. I was showing up prepared to give the you know, the uh, 201 and 301 versions where they really needed the 101. And I, I like basically glossed over that stuff thinking that they knew it. And then, you know, halfway through a day long workshop, I'm getting all these people who are confused. Mm -hmm. And that was feedback to me to go, oh, they don't know what I think is obvious. They don't know what I think everyone knows and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's on me, not on them. Right. But realizing that what you know is valuable and that's why it's important for us to do something that we're passionate about. There's something, you know, you watching, you listening, there's something that you know and that you've been obsessed with. You've studied, you've learned everything about it. And <clears throat> there are people out there who are hungry for this information they don't know what you're talking about. They don't know this stuff. And so you have so much to teach and so much to share if you just get out of your way and start sharing it. Yeah, we get in our own way way too much. What is an example of a time that you got in your way and then uh, figured it out and got out of your way? Um, so, well, recently I've, I realized, I've been realizing lately I've had some uh, limiting beliefs around money hmm. that I thought I'd cleared out a long time ago, right? Mm -hmm. So I've started really recognizing when I feel uh, closed up or like, you know, tight tension around, yeah. around money. And I, I figured that out and I let it go. And right as soon as I did that, as soon as I was able to recognize that limiting belief, I was able to bring in a bunch more money. I got some more clients and um, different things like that. So a lot of times when you, when you, as soon as you recognize the belief, you can clear it out right away and just things start to appear. Right. Hmm. So how did you get out of your way? How did, how did you, what, what kind of process did you go through to, to get out of your own way? Well, I've been doing recently, I've been doing a lot of like meditating and journaling and reading, reading books about how to, um, you know, the, uh, when you see it, you'll, when you believe it, you'll see it. No. Is that it? I don't know that. Wayne book. Dyer. Wayne Dyer. Sounds good. I don't know it. It sounds very good. <laughs> when you believe it, you'll see it or something instead of I'll see it when I believe it. Uh -huh. Right. You have to believe it first. So starting to really believe I am abundant. I can have these things. I can yes. do this and really start to just, uh, nail those, <laughs> those new beliefs in. Right. And, and then things just started showing up. Things just started shifting. And, and also just telling myself that belief is crap and it's not true. So knock it off. <laughs> Get out of your own way. <laughs> it, it's, in, it's interesting that you say that because I have found that the most important step with getting out of our own way is just recognizing that we are in our own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hold on, I was trying to pull up the video and now I'm hearing an echo chamber in my headphones. Hold on one second. Okay, I got it now. Um, anyway, so that, that, that's something that I've noticed is that just the, just the recognition, just being clear 
mm-hmm. that it's actually happening and even realizing that it's happening. So I'm going to ask you, I, I have some more questions and some more places I want to go with this, but I want to ask some people who are watching right now, if you have any questions for Aaron, if you have any questions specifically about, uh, about being, you know, being great at video, any kind of tactical things, any of that, um, go ahead and type those questions in and we will address them as they come. Um, if we get those, that would be great. If not, that's fine too. So I will, um, I'm going to pull this up so I can see the questions. I have another story about a limiting belief, not my I would, own. But <laughs> I would love to hear that. Yeah, let's okay. hear that right now. So, um, I had this woman, she's a friend of mine. She came to my visioning workshop about a year and a half ago. And she's been doing vision boards for decades. She's in her 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I just came today to support you. You know, I want to know what you're doing. And so she came and <clears throat> in my workshops, we go through what, like I was talking about, the limiting beliefs and this, the crap that gets in your way of reaching your goals and reaching mm-hmm. your vision. So she, she came just to support me, right? And at the end of the day, she gets <laughs> up in front of the room and she's crying. And she says, I came today just to support Aaron. But what I didn't know is that it would change my life. Mm. She said that um, she'd been doing vision boards for decades. She'd been teaching it and everything. And the, the method I had for doing it helped her to recognize a limiting belief that she had, that she was too old to have the things that she wanted and to create the things in her life that she wanted. And so she was able to see that belief. She didn't know she had it let it go during the workshop. And then right afterwards, she had a, she had some goals of uh, becoming a model. She had been a model in her younger years. She's a tall, beautiful woman. And she was feeling like she was too old to do that. She was feeling like she was too old to use the music that she had written and to record it and to publish her music. And she also had some business goals. She was kind of dabbling in her business, but she hadn't really gone there. So after she released this belief, within a month, she met at one event, she met a recording person who wanted to create a CD with her, with her music. She met a photographer who wanted to do photos of her. And she's been, she's done multiple photo shoots in the last year and a half. And several years ago, before she came to this workshop, she had met a woman who runs a group on Facebook called Wild and Wise Women. And she said, oh, I was so envious of this woman who started this group. I was like, I want that group. Well, guess what? A few months ago, the woman approached her and said, hey, Bev, I would like to pass on this group to you. Wow. The group has almost 4,000 people in it, women in it. And the fan page has almost 300,000 likes. Wow. So just because she released that one belief that she was too old to have the things that she wanted and to create her vision in her life, yeah. just that one belief has opened her up to like massive success in her life and her business. And she said, if I wasn't, if I didn't release that belief, I would have said no to all these opportunities. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's the, that's the power of just releasing even one belief that you don't know that you have. Yes. And with that, like, I, I like to even refer to these not just as limiting beliefs, but as false beliefs. Because yeah. sometimes I even think that calling them limiting beliefs gives them too much power because that's saying that they're true, but they limit us. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's limiting beliefs. A limiting Now, a false belief, well, anyway, I could say something mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, something about like height. So I'm 5'11", and I could say some kind of limiting belief um, to be honest, I don't know where I'm going with this analogy. <laughs> I'm just going to stop the. I'm just going to stop it where I'm at. But what I am trying to say is, the idea of when you say something like "I am too old," saying that it's a limiting belief, just saying it's limiting you, is still giving it validity, saying that it's true, mm-hmm. that it could be true, but it's limiting me. But I'm right. saying no, no, no. It's not even true. And those beliefs, when we can get rid of them, it, it's so powerful because we act in accordance to our beliefs. And when it yes. comes to our beliefs, our, our actions and our results are perfectly in alignment with our beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a question here. Anyone else who has a question? By the way, people who are just listening on the podcast, um, we are recording this live inside of the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches Network. Mara says, I like to start, Jake. Well, I didn't know where it was going. Sometimes I, I speak 
before I know the end of my sentence. I feel like I could finish your story. Were you going to say something like, because you're 5'11", you couldn't be like a basketball star or something, but that's not true because people who are 5'11 could be basketball stars? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. And, and uh, I don't know where I, was, where I was getting at. I was trying to look for something that was actually true. Um, okay, so how do I get people to engage? That's this question by Mara. I have a YouTube channel and I post every Sunday. People tell me I am great and natural on screen, but the engagement is not much. I've only started in October, so I'm aware that sometimes it needs time, but is there anything I can do to boost up my engagement? I'd love to know. So what do you think about that? Yeah, well, first, like you said, you just started in October, so it does take time to build that momentum. Um, I would ask you, are you just posting it on YouTube or are you doing it on Facebook Live also? Because Facebook Live, Facebook likes it when you do Facebook Live because they will promote it for you. Whereas if you're just uh, recording it and then posting it to YouTube and then sharing the link to Facebook, if you're not going to get as many views. Yeah. Um, so that could affect your engagement. And also when you're doing Facebook Lives, um, like I said, Facebook's going to push that out for you. So they're going to draw more people in to view it in the first place. But also be, you know, giving them a call to action, asking them questions. Hey, what do you think about this that I just shared? Or, um, you know, asking for their engagement. Because a lot of times people aren't just going to engage with you if you're just doing a video. You have to ask for that engagement. And Jake, you're like the king of engagement. Do you have any tips <laughs> for her on that? I mean, you're well, so engaged. It, it, and it's interesting too because if I, if I, you know, went all in with YouTube, I would do it, you know, I would do very different strategies. So like you brought up, it is really important to understand the rules of the game that you're playing. Right. Um, let's see, she answered here only on YouTube and then I share the link on Facebook page. Yeah. So that, that is a big issue there because, well, one, if you only have a few followers on Facebook, if you only have a few subscribers, you're not going to be seen by very many. The rules of the game whatever. Facebook owns the page. They can do whatever they want with it. I hear people complaining saying Facebook's doing this and Facebook's doing that. Whatever. You go make a Facebook and you get to choose the rules. <laughs> it is their rules. So play by their rules. So uh, like Aaron was saying, if you're doing a Facebook live video, which they like live, even I even noticed that I get a lot more engagement on a live video than on a pre-recorded video, even if it is on Facebook. And so that is one thing is playing by the rules of the game and don't get caught up in this idea that, well, it's people aren't liking it. Maybe they're not even seeing it. Maybe they're not even seeing it. And that's just because of the rules of the game. I was talking with someone recently in the group who was asking me why she wasn't getting engagement on her Facebook post. And I started looking at them and every single thing that she posted had links in it. Everything she had said, posted had links in it. Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. And so anytime there's a link, you're going to be, it's, it's not just that people don't like it, is they're not even seeing it. They're not being exposed to it as much. Yeah. Um, so when you start thinking about things in terms of how am I going to get engagement, you have to look at it in terms of what do they want. Right. The reason why I've focused on my group is because I know that Facebook they care about groups. They like groups. They want us to be in groups. They want us to be using them. So I go, okay, I'm going to focus on groups. I, you don't see me posting a lot of links. I don't post a lot of links. Anytime someone else posts a link, it gets deleted. They don't, I don't allow any links on the page. And the reason why is because there's less engagement when there are links that are shared. So not just I'm very frugal about when I'll post those, but it's, they don't even get seen. They don't even get seen. And so my number one concern in the group is engagement above anything else. And so I'm glad that you're talking about this, Mara, and asking for it. How do I get more engagement? Because engagement is the real currency, not attention, not the amount, not the, not the number of people. The amount of engagement is far more important. I'd rather have 100 people that are engaged than 1,000 people who are just watching. So, yeah, so one thing is, is know the rules of the game that you're playing. Uh, then, like Aaron said, ask for engagement. If you don't ask for engagement, you're not going to get engagement. Um, 
come up with a third thing for me, Aaron. What, what's tip number three? So number one, play by the rules of the game. Number two, ask for engagement. Let's have a third tip for her to get some more engagement. Well, give tons of value. You know, a lot of times I think people, they, they overthink and they think, well, I have to sell my stuff. I have to get clients, right? And we, we do that um, lack, right? I have to get clients and so I have to sell my stuff. But like you do, Jake, you give tons of value, tons and tons of value and the clients come. Yes, you ask for them sometimes, but more often, way more often than not, you're giving tons of value. 10 to 1. What? 10 to 1? Yeah, at minimum, 10 to 1. Yeah, you just have to give and give and give your value and people are going to say, wow, she's amazing. I want to work with her. I want to know more about her. They'll start to follow you and they'll start to engage with you. And, um, sometimes people just aren't engagers. I've, I've had so many people say to me, Oh my gosh, I watch all your videos and you've inspired me for this, that, and the other thing. And I always think, what would Aaron do? And I'm going, you watch my videos. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I've never seen people, a comment. Yeah. A lot of people are just lurkers right they just want to yeah. want to watch and learn but they don't ever even hit the like button let alone comment so start asking for engagement you know i'll say hey what do you think about what i just shared or share with me your vision for the year or what's your goal or you know, just ask them questions to get yeah. them engaged yeah um i have another question here i'm going to read um i'd love to see some more questions you guys have here um I know I've seen your name before. I don't know exactly how. I think it's Celeria, S-E-L-E-R-I-A. What do you think that is, Aaron? That sounds it's, pretty good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I, maybe if you could, yeah, if you could uh, write one of those how to pronounce, that'd be really cool. Uh, <laughs> but she said, I started live face-to-face with Celeria um, to offer my service what do you think? What are your thoughts? I think it's a great thing. Um, but I would say, like we just said, rather than thinking about, I'm going to start this program. Oh, good. I said it right. It's Hilaria. Yay. Good for me. Um, so she says, you know, so she's talking about, I do this to offer my services. That needs to be the afterthought. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about being a media company first and then being whatever you do. And so rather than, I think one of our problems with engagement is we're too quick to try to get the sale mm-hmm. and we're, we are, um, that, that's our mindset is I'm going to do this to offer my service rather than I'm going to do this to create a show. I'm going to do this to create value, to, to create something. And value is such a ridiculous buzzword right now. And I think what a lot of people mean when they say value is I'm going to give people like two thirds of the equation and then they have to do whatever to get to the other side mm-hmm. and people just get annoyed when you do that. And I just say, focus on giving, 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 and then have the, have a system that's in play on the back end That's going to help you take those people who are loving what you're doing and then turn into leads. You're going to get to ask them at another level. One thing mm-hmm. I, I learned recently from a, a mastermind event I went to was we, we end up, a lot of times what we do is we have different levels of people, uh, different levels of relationships. Let's say we have, you know, relationships that are at, at the very beginning, you know, top level relationships, middle level relationships, and at the bottom level relationships, these top level relationships, we're just getting to know them. We're just, we just met them. Now right. down here, we're nurturing the relationship at the bottom. That's when they know us, like us, trust us. Now we can ask for something. Now we can ask for a sale. Now we can do those kind of things. But when we're doing activities that are for somebody that we know at a much deeper level, when we're doing those activities with someone we just met, that's not going to work. Right. So the great thing is we have all these tools and opportunities for us to be able to get to know people at the top and then for them to continue to get to know us. And then when they decide, when they raise their hand and say, I want more, I want more from you. I want to learn more from you. You know, that's when it's time for us to ask for the sale, for us to ask for them to take another level in the relationship. (coughs) But I think that that is the, that is the thing when it comes to engagement is focusing on engagement, focusing on value Mm -hmm. as opposed to I'm doing this so that dot, dot, dot. What do you think? Yeah. And I think we get into a lot of fear because when you're starting a business, especially 
it can take a while to get that momentum going and to start building the rapport with people and to start getting clients. And we can get in, especially if you've quit your job already, right? <laughs> or you've yeah. gone part time, you're going, oh my God, I have to pay my bills. And you start to really focus on the fear of not enough. And so then you're focusing on, well, now I have to bring in clients and oh my God, they're not coming. And then you start to get in more fear and it's, and it's kind of snowballs, yes. right? So just keep giving and trusting. It's, it's so, it can be so hard, but it's so important to just trust. <coughs> trust that yeah. it's coming. Trust that you're doing the right things. Trust that it'll all work out in the end. Yes, I, I do think that too. A lot of it is, comes from a place of scarcity. Yeah. Of, well, I need to get them. I need to get them. But if we just give, give more, we're going to get more in return. Let's see. Solaria says, I do this just to create a show, but at the same time, I uh, give an offer because they know me too. Yeah, that's fine. As long as the majority of it, the majority of it is the giving. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can talk about some kind of offer there too. Um, here's a question from Mara again. Can you do Facebook live and YouTube live at the same time? I like to keep the consistency with my YouTube channel or do you suggest focus on Facebook? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean like the technicality of it. I've never done a YouTube live. Um, you would need two different devices. Yeah. I think there might be an app that does that, but if you did one of them on your computer and one of them with a phone, sure. You could do that at the same time. Yeah. I've done that with like zoom and, um, <coughs> Facebook live. Yeah. Um, I, I think what, and, and you can give your two cents on this too, but she said, should I do that? Should I focus on YouTube? Should I just focus on Facebook? The, the thing is, is that there's different rules to the games, to the two different games they are different platforms. And so rather than thinking about these as two different distribution channels, think about them as two completely separate, um, separate games. You know, that's the best way that I can say it is, but they're different games. Mm -hmm. So the different games have different rules. And so if you're playing a YouTube game and you're, you're putting it on Facebook, you're not going to have the same results. If you're playing a, um, a Facebook game and doing a, you know, vice versa. So I, I would say, look, if you want to focus on one and then just put distribution other places, that's fine. But don't expect the same kind of results. Don't expect the results as if you went all in. Mm -hmm. You know, some would say just do all of them and, and really go in on all of them, but there is realities of time. Um, so anyway, all I'm saying is get clear on what you want, get clear on what's your priority, and then learn the rules of the game that you're playing. What do you think? Yeah, and, you know, I want to speak to that too a little bit, is that on Facebook you have friends and followers already. You may or may not have friends and followers on YouTube. Um, and there are... I mean, there's a lot of, there's millions of people on YouTube and on Facebook, but you have the advantage on Facebook that you already have a lot of followers, right? Most likely, yeah. Yeah, most likely. Um, but YouTube, you might not. You might have, you know, 15 followers, you know? And so that's going to take a lot more to get that <coughs> momentum, to get the, the um, engagement there than on Facebook. So what I do is I do my Facebook Lives and then I download them from Facebook onto my computer and upload them onto YouTube. And then I can share them. I can put them on my blog. I put my, I have videos on my blog and then I um, transcribe them. You can repurpose them in a lot of different ways. Um, so I do use all of them, but I don't do, I don't do YouTube live. I've never done that. I don't know much about it. So I can't really speak much to that, but I always, I always do my Facebook lives. That makes sense. And yeah. so you're seeing for, for you and your strategy where you're at at this time, YouTube, it sounds like is more of a, that's more of a distribution channel that, mm -hmm. that you're using as opposed to it being the thing that you're focusing on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I have a couple more questions for you. If there are any more questions that you guys can do, you guys have put them into the comments. I am reading them <coughs> and I'll ask them. But before we go, a couple more questions for you. Um, what advice would you give to yourself if, if you could talk to yourself when you first started this journey as an entrepreneur, what advice would you give yourself? Not worry so much. You know, I've, I've gotten stuck in perfection. I'm covering perfectionist right here, you know, worrying too much about what other people think. Um, putting too, way too much thought into everything. Not that you don't want to think things through and, um, you know, have a plan and all that, but 
it's like, well, do I want to use this word or that word? Or, you know, like, well, yeah, who this cares? Is perfect over here, you know, um, just do it that we, we plan way too much. We do way too much planning and not enough doing. Yeah. Right. Love it. Um, Love it. And build that belief in yourself. You just got to get started and just get going. Cause that's going to, that's going to help build that belief. The more you do it, the more you're going to believe in yourself and the more that you're going to see results. Hmm. Was so, yeah. there, was there ever a time that you wanted to quit? Um, there's never been a time when I've wanted to quit, but I have had to take some breaks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, know that I was coming back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah. we're, well, we're, um, share an experience of uh, one of your longer breaks. Okay. So I actually, so this, I actually, uh, worked myself into sickness <laughs> a few mm -hmm. years ago. I, um, stressed myself out so hard that I had got adrenal fatigue mm. and I was taken out of my business for about a year and a half or so because I just, I couldn't function. You know, I didn't have the brain capacity and the energy. And so that was a huge learning lesson. And I'm going to share that with you all too, is that if you're not giving yourself enough time, downtime, relaxation, rejuvenation time, you need to do that. It's, there's nothing more important than your health. Yep. And, uh, that's, that's number one, because without your health, you can't do your business. No way. Um, but even through that, like I was still doing a couple little things along the way just to keep myself out there. Um, but I always knew I was coming back. There was nothing in my, you know, that was not on my radar at all to quit. Interesting. Love it. That's yeah. very cool. Um, what are, you know, we're talking about being awesome at video. Uh, any last tips, ideas, thoughts? for members of the speakers, authors, and coaches network about uh, them being great at video. Yeah, just get started. You know, we don't overthink it so much. We start worrying about, well, what am I going to say? I don't have enough to talk about. In my video <laughs> challenge, I give you prompts every single day and tons of ideas. Like you can use, um, <clears throat> what are they called? Affirmation cards or whatever. Pick one and then talk about that on video. Pick your mm -hmm. favorite quote and talk about that and dissect it. Um, Give your favorite tip about whatever it is that you do or share your message or your why um, or share a testimonial. You know, I shared a couple or at least one testimonial today about the woman who thought she was too old, right? Mm -hmm. These are really great engaging stories and they show your greatness too when you're able to just get on there and be yourself, hmm. you know? Love that. Love that. Um, how can people get more from you? How can people get connected with you? Do you have anything for them that can help them take this to the next level? Yes, a couple things. So you can connect with me through Facebook. You can email me at Aaron at AaronSum.com or you can go to my website, AaronSum.com. <clears throat> I have a freebie. I have a free report, Seven Secrets to Lasting Confidence for More Clients and Money in the Bank. And that you can get at AaronSum.com slash seven secrets, the number seven secrets. And I have a video challenge. I do um, every couple of months. It's a five-day challenge. Men are welcome <laughs> as well. And so this is a quick, easy challenge. It's super fun. It's inspiring. And it's going to help you get out of that fear of video and to gain confidence on video. Like I said, I give you prompts every single day. We, I walk you through some of the the details of how to do video, but also how do you share from your authentic self in video? How do you share in a way that um, gives people value and helps you to really just, just get started in the first place? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to share one other thing, and, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it too, and we'll close on this. Um, we talked a lot about fear, fear that people have, fear. It really comes down to fear of judgment. It's fear of what are people going to think about me. Yep. But I, I would invite everyone who's watching and everyone who's listening to the podcast later as this is uploaded there, I'd invite you to think about when you, when you have that fear, think about are you afraid of what that random person from high school is thinking or are you afraid about what your end user is using? Are you afraid about the what the potential client's thinking or are you afraid of just – you know, that, that cousin who's never been very supportive. Right. And, and think about that as you go through this, because one, that's going to tell you a lot about where you're at right now. Um, and, and maybe some places that you need to focus on internally to get over this. But, but two, I'd like you to shift your focus and stop thinking about the people that you're not here to serve. 
think about the people that you are here to serve mm -hmm. and think about them. Normally when we're afraid, and, and you guys can ask yourself this, but normally when we have this kind of fear, we're not actually afraid of, are they not going to get enough value out of this? We're not usually afraid of, is this not going to be helpful? We're afraid of, well, are people going to think I look ugly? Are people going to think I look fat? Are people going to think that I, I sound weird? Is this random person going to be like, why are you talking about this? You're not, that's what we're thinking about. And so I'd invite you to stop thinking about you and to start thinking about the people that you are serving because that's what you're here to do. And I promise you that as you forget yourself and go to work serving those that you are on this planet to serve, things are going to shift and things are going to change. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for being a part of this. No, uh, really appreciate me. you. And any last thoughts you want to share with us? You know, I just want to piggyback on what you just said. You have massive value to bring. And whether you know that or not, I want you to start bringing it because you're going to start hearing about the massive value you have to bring from other people when you start to share your message and share, share your heart and share, share what's going on for you. Share your business. Um, people need to hear from you. Your peeps are waiting for you. And the, the longer you wait and hold back, the longer they're not going to be able to do their thing because they need you. Yes. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, everyone who's watching this live in the Facebook group, uh, leave a comment below about what you learned. Say hi to Aaron. I'm sure Aaron will be able to answer whatever questions you have there. Uh, if you're listening a part of the podcast, we're grateful for you. Come into the Facebook group, ask us whatever questions we have, and uh, we will see you later. Thanks so much, Aaron. Thanks, Jake. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and most importantly, share it with somebody who needs this information. If you're not already a part of our Facebook community, come and join us in the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches network at facebook.com slash groups slash speaker, author, coach, or simply search the Speakers, Authors, and Coaches network. Thanks again for listening. Remember, what you do matters. You can turn your dreams into your reality. Together, we are changing the world one message at a time.